0: Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. Now, it's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. I'm Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and joined today by three other lovely folks. But before we get to them, I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about Tervis promos. Tervis, okay? Okay. Uh, they've been around since 1946, uh, starting with their classic line. They've got sleek styles that make for the perfect uh, or make, make us perfect for the active and on the go lifestyle. Tervis is the original double wall insulated drinkware that keeps cold drinks cold and reduces condensation. And it's backed by a made for life guarantee. Turvis is the original customizable double wall insulated drinkware that keeps hot drinks, hot and cold drinks, cold. They're available in several sizes, including a sippy cup, uh, for those of you that uh, tend to spill things on carpets. Uh, wine glass, both stemmed and stemless. A 10-ounce wavy, 16-ounce mug, 16-ounce and 24-ounce tumblers, and then also a 24-ounce water bottle. They're made from Triton plastic, made in America, lifetime warranty dishwasher, and microwave safe, BPA-free. You guys got to go check them out at turvispromos.com. You won't be sorry that you did. Uh, so, Like I said, uh, joined today by... Three other lovely folks. Uh, why don't we say hi to? Uh, hmm, let's see. Let's start with Stephen McFadden first. Hey, Stephen McFadden with Perfect <laughs> Promotions and more. How you doing, sir?
1: I am doing well. I think we've entered into pants weather. Not that I wasn't wearing pants, but like long pants weather. <laughs> don't so.
0: lie. Look, we can only see you from the waist up. Well, really, from mid chest up. Uh, so I- I'm just gonna who knows. The fact that you probably have been pantsless this entire time. Until I don't now. How- <laughs> uh, so while we're there, why don't we uh, say hello to Meg Erber with SNS Active? Where our favorite yeah. Meg Erber, Big Meg in the house Big
2: Berg. Berg. <laughs> Hey, 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 we're excited today, it's like, feels like it's finally fall, but then I were you know, short sleeve shirt, got to rep the Eagles, not that they're yeah. doing well, but, you know, got to rep them
0: <laughs> you know what, Meg? I'm excited today, too. We moved this week. I'm in a new house. Maybe I'll uh, get rid of the virtual background at some point and, you know, let you guys in a little bit. But right now, yeah. there's of the trash and boxes behind me. So you really don't want to see that anyways. But, uh, you know, and as far as the Eagles go, pff, get out of here. Uh, we're also doing today. <laughs> what was that? I missed it.
2: I won this week. What? and Fantasy football.
0: Oh, so you're what one and one? Yeah. Is that over here? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Somebody
0: else that I know is two and zero, oh, but uh, oh yeah,
2: I think we play soon, so we'll see about that. Uh, yeah,
0: we'll have to see. <laughs> and we're also joined today by Briani Zasman with uh, Zoom Catalog. Briani, how are you?
3: Good. Thanks for having me, and thanks At- to for having me on.
0: Absolutely, uh, it's a pleasure to have you. I think there's a lot to discuss, especially this time of year. We're getting into catalog season, as you can imagine. So. Um you know really interested just to talk with you about a couple of different things today uh, ultimately <laughs> Uh, you know sort of because we're in again entering uh, catalog season like what are you seeing as far as the trends going you know we've talked sort of or hinted on in the past uh, you know print versus digital and what trends we're seeing there but we've also would, would love to talk about you know COVID-19 and how that sort of affected the you know your the software platform and what you're seeing in regards to maybe searches or different types of catalogs being posted uh, but ultimately before we get into that uh, Brian, Bri, I would love to just absolutely give you a Platform three to four minutes to sort of uh, you know introduce yourself to anybody that doesn't know you, and uh, you know just talk about how you entered the industry and just tell us who you are.
3: Yeah, sure. So I'm Bryony, Bry for short. Um, I've been in the industry for a really long time. So my mom was actually a promotional product distributor. I grew up filing her print catalogs. Hi, Colleen. Meg is good friends <laughs> with my mom. That was kind of how I got into it. I really was familiar with the industry at a really young age. I would get all of the catalogs from the suppliers and perfectly organize them into filing cabinets. And that's how we were, you know, my mom was finding products at the time. Um, in about 2008, she looked at this problem and decided we needed to solve it. So. Clearly for suppliers, it was super inefficient, um, hard to track, sending out all of these print catalogs every year and on the distributor side, you know, filing print catalogs, finding product and getting those products to customers was also inefficient. So um, identifying that pain point, we decided we should digitize this platform. We should take all the supplier catalogs, make them fully searchable and put them all online. Um, so that was really the start to it all. Um, I don't think we really understood the scope of what we were getting ourselves into. Um, we just really wanted to solve this problem and we knew we had a really cool idea. Um, since then, we've obviously evolved. So we do have a great um, website that the industry can use to find digital marketing materials. Um, but we've built other tools as we've um, gone on. So we've built really strong relationships with different suppliers and distributors in the industry. and. Um, we're more of a software company now, but we do um, continue to focus on our specialty. So, um, digital catalogs and marketing materials are, you know, what we're all about.
0: Sure. So, let me ask you. I mean, I know I mentioned, you know, print versus uh, versus digital and sort of trends. And Meg, you, I think you mentioned before the show that you guys aren't even uh, aren't even doing like an actual large scale print catalog this year with SNS. Uh, I know headwear has scaled back dramatically on the amount of uh, print catalogs that we actually do. I think we used to do somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 or 50,000 printed catalogs each year, uh, and and some. Um, and we've scaled that back to maybe 5,000 catalogs. And really, the only reason we do that is because I know there's still. Um, you know, there's still a lot of folks that still prefer to flip through a catalog. I mean, my you know, me, myself, I actually prefer, I think, uh, to flip through a physical catalog. I think it's a lot quicker than, you know, clicking the button to go to the next page. And if you're looking for something in particular and you have an idea of where it's at, you know, that's it's a little bit uh, quicker or faster that way. Um, you know, but ultimately digital, I think a lot of things are going that way, but would love to get your perspective on, you know, what you've seen trending uh, a, a with regards to print and, and digital and, you know, fill us in for sure.
3: Yeah. So a common misconception is that Zoom catalog is anti-print catalog. Um, that is not true at all. We actually um, really, you uh, support the print catalog. We think that there's a time and place, but digital obviously is a great supplement. So it really depends on the use. And so we're not here sitting telling people not to print catalogs. We're more about helping suppliers find the right uh, mix on having the right tools at the right time. So um, we're definitely not anti print catalog, but it's been interesting. So over the last 10 years suppliers have slowly been moving away from print a little bit, a little bit. Um, obviously the entire world is going more digital, but as you mentioned, there are a lot of people that still really like to use print catalogs. Um, the coronavirus has propelled our industry into an entirely new ball game, which, um, we probably didn't see coming. We knew this was eventually going to happen, but it just ma- is making it happen so much faster. So, um, We've been meeting with our customers and talking to them quite a bit and there's a a few common trends that are happening. So suppliers obviously were really hit hard with um, things shutting down and the virus and everything and so they Ran into an issue where um, not only was it harder to afford doing all the print catalogs, but actually putting them together. So, getting the photography done, um, getting the resource together, meeting in person to plan those catalogs, because putting a catalog together, like the SNS catalog, I know is a massive endeavor. So, um, it is. Yeah, so that was a hurdle. So suppliers struggled to actually get the resources in place to put their catalogs together. And then of course, you know, budgets were cut. And so they are looking for ways to still provide the value of a catalog, but cut back on those expenses of printing and shipping. Um, As I mentioned, there's still a place in time for print catalogs. So some suppliers are looking to reduce. There are a very large majority that are actually not printing at all. So um, that's definitely happening, but it's also causing an evolution in how suppliers think about their print ca- or their digital catalog. So, um, you know, how can we design it in a way knowing that rather than being printed, it's going to be now viewed on computers and phones. Um, also design it in a way that it's a little bit more interactive. You know, what opportunities do we have now that we didn't have in that print catalog? Um, so we're getting a lot of questions about how to make the catalogs a little bit more interactive and, you know, a distribution is another huge one. Um, A big mistake suppliers make is to get a digital catalog and put it on their website and be done because there's so much more that can be done to get that distribution not only driving distributors into the catalog but end buyers as well. Um, So yeah we've obviously been a big um, proponent of moving the industry towards digital but this year has obviously just been incredibly different and um, for us really exciting.
0: So a couple of things that you mentioned there. One one of the things I for sure love about a digital catalog is the distribution. You know, there's so many different ways that you can use a digital catalog. It's instantaneous. Like if the problem is if you go to you know uh, the Vegas show or expo or you go to one of the ASI shows, and uh, you know you're you're scanning people to send them a catalog you know, it's, it's two weeks probably before they actually see a physical catalog from you. Whereas if you're doing digital you can literally send an email right there from the show floor and put the digital catalog in their hands, like two minutes after they've left your booth. It's kind of awesome. Um, You know, not to mention, maybe we'll get rid of those rolling carts one of these days on the trade show floor. Uh, Fingers crossed, guys. Fingers crossed. I don't think we'll ever solve that problem, but listen, uh, one step at a time, right?
2: No, it's going to go to the quick flip bag. Everyone's going to be carrying one of those quick flip bags and just put all their (laughs) symbols in their book bag.
0: (laughs) There you You go.
3: One of the catalysts for starting Zoom catalog is my mom would go to the ASI shows and after the shows, the suppliers would dump Piles of print catalogs just leave them there because it was more expensive to ship them back and take them home, and the waste was immense—like huge dumpsters filled with print catalogs. Oh man, really?
0: Yeah, catalogs aren't cheap to print, man. Like, uh, you know, we don't even have a, a huge catalog and it's not cheap. I can only imagine what it costs somebody like San Mar or Hit to print those catalogs. Yeah, we really um, But that's, that's the other thing that I liked uh, and, and I wanted to ask you about was sort of the inter- interaction that you were talking about and how yeah. I'd, I'd love to dive deeper into that as far as what you're seeing and how people are redesigning their catalogs. Um, you know, I think you know, that's a, a lot of people can probably learn from that. I myself even think that we can maybe take something back and, and you know, use that info. But ultimately what, what are you seeing for folks being able to uh, sort of change up their catalogs because they're now digital instead of print?
3: Yeah, so there's two sides to it. It's the design itself and then like what you do with it once it's digital. Um, so in terms of design, you know, the biggest thing is just keep in mind now people are gonna be viewing your catalog on their phone. Um, you know, that size 12 font was fine when you printed it, but that is really small once you have it on a mobile device. So if you are creating a catalog, and you know you're not going to be printing it. Um, You know, there's no reason to use tiny fonts. Also, um, you know, suppliers would try to limit page count because it was cheaper to print a smaller catalog, you don't really have those restrictions of digital anymore. So you can use much larger images and fonts in your catalog um, and just make it a lot lot better looking on, you know, the phones and computers. also, another trend with catalog design, and um, SNS has done an amazing job with this, is going with for a more retail look. You know, we're not, we're past the days where you have six products per page with, like, a paragraph of information and every detail you can cram in there. Um, catalogs are looking a lot more professional now. Um, we're seeing a lot of lifestyle imagery and different types of photography using in that, used in them, um, helping the catalog really tell a story. So um, we get a lot of questions like, why wouldn't I just send a website? Um, And I think it really comes down to that experience where a catalog has a beginning and an end. It tells a story. It's really easy to grasp, you know, what products SNS has when you look at their catalog as opposed to going to their website and like clicking around and trying to figure out where you are and what's available. You know, big lifestyle shots versus small product thumbnails. That's not, website's not useful, but it's just a use case thing you really
2: hit the nail on the head. And I think it it was telling a story. And I think that as salespeople, entrepreneurs, you know, business people in this industry, it's easier to sell something when you can tell a story, you tell a story to your customers and they're going to remember it. you go to a trade show. I mean, how many people actually retain every single product, you know, offering knowledge, but you tell a capturing story there, the end user, the the distributor is so much more likely to remember it. And that's really a like a, now that I'm picturing like telling a story through the zoom catalog versus just a website 100 percent I think that's why people try to overload their home page all these banners or or sales or pop-ups because they want to capture people but you can do that by a very well planned out catalog virtual catalog and I had an idea but um, I don't know if you guys are doing this but maybe you know <laughs> Meg says so when you said interactive, how cool would it be? Because I've seen this on certain websites, like you want to go buy something like a couch. Well, let's see what it looks like in your room. How about when it's like trying on clothes, put a picture, you can like upload a picture and then they could try on the shirt or the jacket or something like that. That would be well, like super those cool. Those are
3: like the sort of ideas <laughs> that we are heading towards. I mean, that's pretty advanced. Um,
2: I don't it doubt is, that well, you know. You
3: know, we could end up there in the future. So Um, I'll talk a little bit about some of the ideas that we're working on and we'll be getting into, but that's exactly it. So again, just coming back to the argument, well, why would I use a catalog? Um, It's, you know, that full line catalog that has 1500 products may be a little bit less useful, but another trend we're seeing with catalogs is that suppliers are taking this massive catalog and splitting it up into small, small targeted books. So they're, focusing on vertical markets, on categories, seasonal content, and as a distributor, that is something you can build a marketing campaign around. So um, you can have an awesome holiday campaign where you've chosen like the perfect supplier holiday catalog, you've rebranded it as your own, you post it on social, not just like, hey, view our catalog, but you talk about the value of adding, you know, using holiday gifts. And so that piece just supports the marketing effort. So um, the mistake that is made is that People think catalogs are defined products, but it's really a marketing and sales piece. Um, in the end, a distributor needs to do their job and help customers find the perfect fit. But these act as inspiration and a way of finding new ideas. So um, that's exactly it. So the, ca- the catalogs are, you know, that inspiration piece is more of like an information source.
0: So I want to get Steven's take on this too, but I think there's a perfect segue into this with asking a question before we get there. So one of the things that I really love about digital as well is that they're super customizable as well. So um, I'm a huge advocate for, uh, you know, protecting the supply chain. Um, you know, I, I want distributors to work with suppliers who then work with factories and, you know, I want that smooth chain of command basically, and so ultimately, you know, I think a lot of distributors like to protect that anonymity a little bit. And so ultimately, if you're, if you're leaving catalogs behind with your end users, Stephen, um, you know, and it has, you know, let's say hits, uh, hits info all over the catalog instead of, uh, you know, a headwear or an S&S or whatever, um, you know, or instead of, I'm sorry, instead of your information on the catalog. Uh, I think there's there's a lot to be said with what you can actually do with customizing the cover and putting your info on there instead of you know the supplier's info. And so um, I would love to get your ideas or, or what, I know you guys do things a little bit more proactively You know, you might not necessarily be leaving catalogs behind with your customers, but uh, the catalog is such a useful tool. And if you could just brand it to you know, each distributor individually to do that on the print side, which I know there's a lot of suppliers do that uh, that do that and offer those services, but it's expensive and you have to do small, small runs. Um, so have you guys ever utilized anything like that, Stephen? And, and what, what are your thoughts with being able to customize them?
1: Yeah, so as it relates to print, um, you know, we we do have majority of our catalogs printed, you know, with our with our logo on them. Um, and if they don't come printed, we have uh, actually stickers that are like business card size that actually we then put most of the catalogs back in the day. Actually, little had those little dash lines where you were supposed to put your sticker on the back, you know. Um, but we just you know we have those in case you know that, that way we have a leave behind like a business card you know left left with the book um you know but i i, I we kind of come full circle multiple times a year with our like and dislike for catalogs you know i think it's beginning of the year and then seasonal updates we love those you know retail lookbook type pieces and i think those have have have, have a have a use in our industry and then in the, in the very beginning of the year, we love seeing the catalogs. We look at them for a couple of weeks and then we start to really hate catalogs. I think like Q3, Q4, when we start getting new stuff and we're like, now what do we do with all these catalogs? So um, the, the issue is though, you know, and I kind of make the parallel to promo with, with a catalog. You know, we like, we, we preach and we like tangible, touchable things, even if it's not the actual product. And we have been just inundated, like right now, specifically with, you know, email and digital. And so I, I don't know, like right now, if if I were to get, I'm just trying to wrap my head around this, but if I were to get an invitation to view a digital catalog, or if a digital catalog showed up at my office. I think I would actually be right now more inclined to look at the the the, the physical catalog that arrived.
2: Oh, really? Um, I think we're going to go the other way. No, no, the, because the thing,
1: yeah. Because I get a thousand digital catalog invites now, mm-hmm. yeah. so um, I, I don't know if it's hurting itself. Is kind of what I'm thinking, just because there's so much of it. But I do I do think that I I'm very picky and choosy with you know what we like, and I do think digitally, you know, um, Brian mentioned this earlier, just the ability to have more detailed pictures, more lifestyle imaging that does sell the story, I can use that then as a sales tool much better than I can. One's more of a, like, one's more like your yellow pages of products, you know, and then the other one is, is like your sales tool almost. So like, if I'm just looking for quick ideas or just to jog, jog our brains, you know, we'll just browse through some catalogs. But then once we get the categories and the ideas that we like, then we jump into the the digital side to pull lifestyle imaging product, more product details, and then use those to create our sales tools. So that's kind of where we're at, Jeff. And I don't know if that answered your question.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so obviously I don't think it would be a podcast in 2020 if we didn't talk COVID-19. I know you'd mentioned that uh, the coronavirus has sort of, you know, thrown, thrown you guys a little bit for a loop that you didn't quite see. And I'm, I'm still pondering like how you couldn't have seen this happening. back in like November last year, Bri, like, come on. Aren't you guys didn't see this coming?
3: coming. (laughs) You didn't tell us.
0: Why didn't you tell us? (laughs) So ultimately like how, like, have you seen things change or, or in what ways have you seen things change over the last six months for, for digital?
3: Right. Um, so it's been really interesting for us and honestly, we were really fortunate. Um, we were put in a really good position, um, unlike most companies who are very negatively impacted. So, um, at first it was very scary because we saw our supplier customers and distributors being shut down. So it was hard to anticipate what was going to happen. We didn't know how long these shutdowns were going to last. And, um, ultimately if they're, you know, suppliers or distributors shut down, they're not making sales. They're not using catalogs. So, um, We were nervous, but I think as people started to realize this is the new reality, this is where we are, and we need to adapt. Um, They were looking at their budgets and seeing, you know, print is one area where we can save a lot of money, but we can't just cut print and make no backup plan. So why don't we lean more into digital? Um, So that's really the biggest shift we've seen. And Zoom Catalog is a virtual company. So we've always been online. Um, So we weren't, you know, sent home and grounded. We were all used to conducting our meetings through the computer. We've always used GoToMeeting. and so we just got busier. I mean, that was it. We had an incredible increase in the number of um, views and users on our site, in our catalogs. Suppliers were embracing their tools more. You know, they were getting them before and having them available. And now more of their team was wanting to learn how to use them, how to embrace them. And, um, so usage on both the supplier and distributor side um, has increased and it's, you know, it's kind of obvious. People are working from home now and they're looking at ways to connect online. So, you know, that's the shift in our industry and um, our industry is a little bit behind in terms of technology and being that tech savvy. So um, I think in the end, you know, the silver lining is our industry is going to, you know, move a little bit more forward into the the future. So um, yeah, I think those are the biggest changes is just, you know, that shift from the mentality of face-to-face and working with paper um, to how do I connect online and how do I do my digital sales and marketing?
2: I know. And, and before the show, we were talking about, you know, the current, I guess, the current status of trade shows. And that's where most of these big book catalogs or even catalogs are given out. And we were talking, hey, maybe this will reduce the use for those, those carts. But the you know we would like this to be instantaneous like this generation this the time is now where things are instantaneous we want things right away and if we're not sending a catalog out right after a show and it's not going to get there for a week or two where we can just upload a catalog within two minutes and and then the sustainability factor i mean it's just really i think i i mean i know steven you said that that sometimes it's you'd rather have that paper catalog and you too jeff and i totally see the value on that 100 percent. but i think you know, a lot of the way this is all going in all on all platforms, everything is going digital meetings, trade shows, everything right now. And, and, and I think because of the big budget that and time constraints that takes to put a catalog together, this just offers so much more, um, m- many more opportunities for this industry to really put some awesome marketing campaigns together. And, and use this in lieu of the big catalogs i know yeah we're not i don't think we're doing the big one and you did say the breakout yes we are doing a couple of those smaller breakout like a cap and bag one like a new product one those types of things which are still good because they're smaller and they're not so overwhelming um and you guys do those smaller breakout things too within zoom and so i don't know i i'm I'm all for the 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 new stuff that helps us kind of do our job better because right now we're still, you know, some of us are still going out, some of us are not. And but the, the fact of the matter is, there hasn't been many trade shows. Okay, not handing out many catalogs.
0: Yeah.
3: that, That's just another huge shift is just like re looking at is it valuable to have a 900 page catalog? Yeah. Um, so we're seeing suppliers taking that big catalog and building out more targeted books. Like you said, you're doing cap and bag and stuff. And yeah. you know, as a distributor, you're likely not selling an entire line of peril. You're looking for a specific category. Perfect. So yeah. and it's more useful and it's less overwhelming, like you said. Right.
2: And I think just all that put aside the whole sustainability factor. I mean, even you said at the end of every trade show, and I am guilty of it. I'm I'm like, you know, leaving catalogs behind sometimes at a trade show. It might be Q3 or Q4, and I'm like, oh, I'm done with those, you know, and I'm just leaving them behind. And at the end of the year, when I used to be a distributor, I would literally take everything to the recycling bins. I, I feel literally guilty putting them in the trash can. So, like, for me this answer is a huge question. Um, I mean you can always recycle and please people I hope you are recycling them if you are throwing them out <laughs> but, um, but yeah I think this answer is a huge huge answer for sustainability too.
1: So it's interesting you mentioned that because I feel like there's it's, it's gonna when I what I'm about to describe is actually email but <laughs> but I was thinking there needs to be like this tangible way of interacting digitally but what I mean is like, you almost have to bridge the gap between physical and digital. You know, we talk about this with, uh, direct mail, you know, right. How, how successful direct mail is and it gets opened and it's on the top. And then, you know, it's, and you, you have that effect with the catalog, but the catalog may not be the right tool. Right. So maybe it is a self promo that directs you to, Hey, by the way, check your email. I sent you on, uh, on Friday at three 30 or something like that, you know, <laughs> I mean, so I'm just thinking about something, you know, or check out our digital catalog here, you know, something a little less direct like that, but, um, but, you know, just there, there needs to be that link between the two. Um, and I've yeah. also, I've also seen um, some creative ways people are like sending the trade show to people. Um, so we've even considered doing this and have done something similar where we're we're actually sending a box of, the samples we were gonna show them we get it all together first and then we send it to them and then we set up a zoom and then we're like all right now open up all the stuff we sent you and then we like talk it through because if you just talk about the stuff and on a 2d level
0: right
2: kind of
1: loses it's you know you can't do it with apparel and you can't do that with certain pieces of drinkware looking at one picture even in a catalog or online right so um yeah so there's there's got to be that it's like almost like they got to work hand in hand
0: so you mentioned sustainability, uh, right? With, with, you know, digital versus a print catalog. It's really interesting that you say that because uh, Turvis takes sustainability pretty seriously mm. as well. Did you guys know that?
1: I
2: yeah. did. Tell me
0: about it. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag take your Tervis. All right. Is another way that they like to use uh, social media to promote sustainability. Uh, they've got a, a four ocean partnership. Tervis partnered with uh, four oceans for, uh, for a beach cleanup on Siesta key. And according to four ocean, which does cleanups year round and across the world, uh, this was their largest turnout with uh, 1,343 registered participants. They were able to collect and count, get this 144 straws on the beach. 5,877 cigarettes, 463 plastic bottles, 187 plastic cutlery, 355 plastic bags, 234 plastic or foam cups, 1,346 bottle caps. Unbelievable. Listen, Tervis is passionate about uh, their oceans and the care for about the creatures who call it their home. Uh, ultimately, they're committed to making it a much better place and have been for 72 years, not because it's trendy or helps sell tumblers, but it's because it's the right thing to do. Uh, so did you guys, guys happen to know that Americans dispose of about 50 billion single use plastic water bottles each year and only 23% of those are recycled? An annual U.S. recycling rate for plastic is only 23%, leaving 38 billion single-use plastic bottles to enter their landfills. Wow, that is crazy. Uh, So about 500 billion disposable cups are thrown away in the U.S. each year. Uh, just imagine, I mean, I know we talk about brand fill all the time. This is legit the going same. into the landfill guys. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. So definitely check out what, uh, what Turvis is doing uh, over at turvispromos.com. You won't be sorry that you did. Um, and ultimately just uh, want to kick it back to you guys to ask any final questions uh, that you've got for, for Bri and uh, just see if we can uh, wrap this one up.
2: Steven, you want to go first?
0: I can. <laughs> I was I was just expecting anybody but me.
1: You know, it happens. Um, so I I guess you know the only question I I was thinking about is you know what's the future, right? You know, and not that I'm asking you to to actually do that, but what do you think that the um, the future of digital is? Do Do you think this is a a roller coaster or more of an escalator? Like, are we going to eventually have it come back down a little bit and then? Good question. Um, or what do you think
3: Definitely an escalator? Um, there's no really, there's no coming back to this. I mean, there are some companies that have gone back to printing and again, there's always going to be print, but it's actually super exciting. Um, we touched on the interactivity of catalogs and there's just so much more we can do to create that experience and make it be more interactive. So, you know, looking at live product data, um, different ways to connect with the person that's sending you the catalog. Um, there's just so much more to come. So um, I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. So very exciting.
0: All right, Meg, time to throw you under the bus. I know,
3: now. I know, Brian. I
2: just am so excited to see you. We, You know, I think I was like an original beta on the original Zoom catalog back in like 2008, 2009, whenever it was we had lunch in like
3: stars and young <laughs> yeah i know
2: i know here's those parties come up from stack like like 20 years ago i feel like but um no i just tell your mom i said hi and your sister and everybody and that little baby they're watching so oh hi everybody <laughs> i just good to see you and and, and again like when the, we don't have the trade shows it's it's like this is the way we have to do it so i feel like you're you right on the escalator I'm up there with you, so it was nice yeah. seeing you again. Tell everybody you hi. Uh,
3: inviting me again, thank you. To promo corner was a lot of fun. So
0: absolutely, Brownie. Any questions for us?
3: Um, gosh, not off the top of my head. I guess <laughs> like what I've said does it resonate with you guys? Like, do you feel as excited as I do around what is going on with going digital, or is this more daunting? What do you guys think?
0: Uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll go first on that. I. I like digital a lot, but I, I, like we're humans, you know what I mean. Like we, we, I think everybody craves human interaction. So there's only so much digital that you can take without a little bit of human interaction. Uh, So it's, I I am excited for the future and being able to use some of the technology that uh, you know this industry I think is has lacked a little bit of. Uh, But ultimately, I don't, I'm, I'm more excited about getting back to sort of a little bit of human interaction. That's that's my take.
3: Makes
2: sense. Um, I think part of what Stephen had said earlier, like some things need to go hand in hand. And I think, you know, we've had Zoom. What got me really excited is when you said the word interactive and it tells a story. So when you can resonate those two things and sell that to me and sell that to anybody else, I think those are the things that we want to, we need to be excited about. You know, it's right now, everyone is like kind of just plateaued in this, not plateaued in sales, but in their feelings of just life. You know what I mean? Like, like I get excited about <laughs> digital catalogs. <laughs> so, but that it is. with that? It's a welcome to my life. I know. Right. Oh, so I think hearing those, key, yeah, exactly. So hearing those key words, I think are exciting and it gets me excited for what's coming next. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. I just, I think, um, I think we're like right at the next phase, you know, with the, the white, the the being able to do the white labeling as far as the, you know, our catalog is really a collage of other catalogs. Um, You know, I think the next is going to be being able to do more website integration to your product searching. So, you know, your product searching isn't just that pulling stuff from a a database, but it's actually pulling stuff from the catalog imaging and, um, you know, to create more of that interactive look. So it's, it's cool to see where it's come. And, you know, and if you look at individual digital websites and digital catalogs, there's some amazing things that people can do, whether it be, you know, I I actually remember, gosh, before augmented reality, was really even a thing. I don't know if you guys remember this when prime came out with the slinky bottle. Do you guys remember this? It was like seven years ago Mm -hmm. and they, had augmented reality before everyone even knew like what ar was and it, they had one page in their catalog where you could actually download an app hover it over the slinky bottle and it just did like a little dance and then it collapsed and went away this is before like you could actually interact with ar crazy. and um i was like man that's the future of catalogs and then like no one ever it didn't adapt <laughs> it didn't really go very far but um but i was like yeah like there's gonna be stuff that keeps happening that that integrates with digital because then that led you to a mobile app that was a digital catalog you know because because you wanted to play with the the new fun toy right so i think now that technology just has come so far and can do so much it's it's going to be exciting to see how, how things continue to evolve so
0: I think it's the price of AR and VR. I really do think that is probably the future of catalogs for sure. Cause I think being able to use a phone, you know, something that's at your you know, fingertips all the time, you know, to be able to like hover over a page and then it, you know, the next thing you know, it, when you hover over it, it pulls up a video and plays this video on your phone, uh, you know, of that product being used out in the real world or, or whatever it might be. But there's a lot of, uh, I think expense because it is still, Oh yeah. Relatively new technology, um, you know, because it's so expensive, I don't think it's going to be widely used, particularly in our industry. But ultimately, I think as those, you know, with everything else, technology, the price has always come down after so much time. So I think you will see a lot of that. I think that it's a, a really cool thing, and I, I'm actually I'm excited to see that kind of stuff too. myself. I'd love to love to see more of that. So with that being said, uh, Bri, I really appreciate you being on with us today. Thanks for talking about, uh, about digital catalogs with us and uh, really appreciate uh, your perspective. And uh, it has been great uh, chatting with you guys.
3: Yeah, you guys too. Thanks so much for having me.
2: None thank you so much.
0: See you guys,
2: bye guys. Bye
3: everybody.